is today in history, November the 18th. On this day in 1883, the United States and Canada adopted a system of standard time zones. And just three years later, in 1886, the 21st president of the United States, Chester Arthur, dies in New York. And on this day in 1928, Walt Disney's first sound-synchronized animated cartoon, Steamboat Willie, starring Mickey Mouse, premieres in New York. Also on this day in 1959, Ben-Hur, a biblical-era spectacle starring Charlton Heston, had its world premiere in New York. And on this day in 1966, the ace pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers, Sandy Koufax, retires from baseball. I don't know if cortisone is good for you or not, but uh, to take a shot every other ball game is... Uh more than I wanted to do and to walk around with a constant upset stomach because of the pills and to be high half the time during a ball game because you're taking painkillers uh, that's uh, I don't want to don't want to have to do that well the loss of income alright let's put it this way if there are a man who did not have use of one of his arms and you told him it would cost a lot of money and he could buy back that use he'd give him every dime he had I believe that's my feeling he was just 30 years old and he was retiring after a great season where he led the Dodgers to the National League pennant and won his third Cy Young award but he had chronic arthritis in his pitching arm and he was afraid that if he kept playing baseball eventually he wouldn't be able to use his hand at all in those days there was no surgery he said much later the wisdom was if you went in there it would only make things worse and your career would be over anyway now you go in fix it and you're okay for next spring also on this day in 1978 people's temple founder jim jones leads hundreds of his followers in a mass murder suicide at their agricultural commune in a remote part of the south american nation of guyana many of jones's followers willingly ingested a poison laced punch while others were forced to do it at gunpoint the final death toll at jonestown was 909 a third of those who perished were children when we were out there originally there were there were bodies under bodies as we were working but we were working on a total estimated count as we briefed at the press briefing we told you that the, the count we were working with was approximately 410 there and we figured that there may be a few more hidden under bodies as we began to work into the area and clear out the bodies that we uh, that were visible we kept discovering more and more and more. Jim Jones was the charismatic churchman who established the People's Temple, a Christian sect in Indianapolis in the 1950s. He preached against racism, and his integrated congregation attracted many African Americans. In 1965, he moved the group to Northern California and then settled in 1971 in San Francisco. In the 1970s, his church was accused by the media of financial fraud, physical abuse of its members, and mistreatment of children. In response, in response to mounting criticism, the increasingly paranoid Jones invited his congregation to move with him to Guyana, where he promised they would build a socialist utopia. Three years earlier, a small group of his followers had traveled to the tiny nation to set up what would become Jonestown on a tract of land in the jungle. And on this day in 1996, Tony Silva, the world-renowned expert of parrots, is sentenced for smuggling parrots. 
Silva was only one of many to be arrested during Operation Renegade, a three-year international probe into bird smuggling by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service's Division of Law Enforcement. Although his case was by far the best known, Silva's indictment and guilty plea shocked the international community of bird experts, conservationists, zoologists, and other birders, most of whom had known and respected him as a benevolent bird lover. Since his childhood, Silva had championed the cause of protecting birds. However, Silva's image changed greatly when he was accused of smuggling to birds, valued at almost 1.4 million. The hyacinth macaw, an extremely rare and wild bird, numbering between only two and 5,000. During smuggling operations with Silva, many of the birds died. The U.S. District Court judge was outraged at the inhumane treatment of the birds and handed down a uniquely harsh sentence in the Silva case, an 82-month prison term, a $100,000 fine, and an order to perform 200 hours of community service during a three-year supervised release from prison. The real victims of these crimes were the birds themselves. Silva later claimed that he was set up and had only been trying to protect the birds. However, many disagree with Silva's interpretation of the events, citing the evidence from his trial, which included photographs of dead birds, a book detailing his smuggling operations found at his home, and a taped conversation of Silva saying that he had 50 high-cent macaws for sale. Tony Silva there, world-renowned smuggler of exotic macaws, caged. November 18th, 1996, on this Day in History.